From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Suk-yeol dismisses calls for nuclear armament, saying it is in the national interest to comply with a non-proliferation treaty during a special interview with KBS. North Korea's Supreme People's Assembly votes to scrap laws and agreements signed with South Korea to promote inter-Korean economic cooperation. And an appeals court confirms a two-year prison term for former Justice Minister Cho Guk for using his influence to receive academic favors for his children. This is KBS Pro Radio News. I'm Daniel Chan. President Yoon Sang Yeol said it is in the national interest to comply with the non-proliferation treaty, dismissing calls for the country's nuclear armament. Yoon made the remark in a special interview with KBS that aired on Wednesday, in which he shared his thoughts on key issues as he enters his third year in office, including the low birth rate and criticisms surrounding the first lady's acceptance of a luxury bag gift. Kim Bum Su has more. President Yoon Sang-yeol has again made it clear that his government will not pursue South Korea's nuclear armament. During an exclusive interview with KBS that aired Wednesday night, the South Korean president addressed a wide range of issues facing the nation, from North Korea to the low birth rate. If we were to develop nuclear weapons now, we would probably be subject to various economic sanctions, just like North Korea, and the economy would likely suffer a serious blow. So that is not realistic. That's why we should strictly comply with the terms of the Non-Proliferation Treaty. But considering the country's science and technology capabilities, it would not take long to develop nuclear weapons if the country puts its mind to it. The president said that he is open to an inter-Korean summit regardless of North Korea's denuclearization progress, but warned against holding talks for the sake of talks. The interview was pre-recorded on Sunday amid a controversy surrounding First Lady Kim Gunny's acceptance of a luxury handbag from an acquaintance in 2022, who secretly recorded the scene with a hidden camera on his wristwatch. Yoon characterized the incident as a political setup ahead of the elections in April, defending the First Lady against criticisms from the opposition camp. As I see it, the fact that she was unable to cold-heartedly reject it was the problem, if it was a problem, and it is a little regrettable. If she had told me about the situation in advance, I would have been a little more decisive because I worked in law enforcement for 26 years and still have that DNA. During the interview, the president said that his government will take a structural approach to boost the nation's record low birth rate, which is expected to drop below 0.7, aiming to raise it to 1.0 per woman. Yoon's interview with KBS took place in the year-and-a-half-long absence of a presidential news conference. As Yoon nears the beginning of his third year in office, the president told KBS that he will find more opportunities to communicate with news agencies. Kim Bomsu, KBS World Radio News. Ruling and opposition parties issued mixed reactions to the KBS interview. 
Ruling People Power Party Chairman Han Dong-hun said, Yoon expressed his honest thoughts on various issues, including the allegation over First Lady Kim Gunny's acceptance of a luxury bag, adding that the South Korean leader vowed to prevent a recurrence of such issues. When asked whether he thought public concerns had been resolved through the KBS interview, Han said, The president sympathizes with the fact that there are public concerns while reiterating Yoon's stance that the hidden camera footage being released before the general election was a political tactic. Meanwhile, main opposition Democratic Party slammed Yoon's response to allegations surrounding the First Lady, saying that his attitude was shameless and lacked an apology. DP floor leader Hong Yi-pil on Thursday also criticized the president, saying that the remarks were empty talk that started with an excuse and ended with self-justification without a word of reflection on repeated misfortunes and mistakes of his administration. You're now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. North Korea's Supreme People's Assembly has reportedly voted to scrap laws and agreements signed with South Korea to promote inter-Korean economic cooperation. The North's state-run Korean Central News Agency reported on Thursday that the Assembly made the move in a plenary session at the Mansude Assembly Hall in Pyongyang the previous day. The rubber stamp parliament voted to abolish the law governing economic ties with Seoul, the special law on the operation of the Mount Kumgang Tourism Project, and related regulations for its enforcement and agreements on inter-Korean economic cooperation. The law on inter-Korean economic cooperation adopted in 2005 is considered a basic framework for such cooperation, while the law on the special zone in Mount Kumgang adopted in 2011 stipulates details on investments in the area by South Korea and overseas entities. This unilateral move comes after North Korean leader Kim Jong-un defined inter-Korean ties as relations between two states at war during a year-end meeting of the Workers' Party. The ministry in charge of inter-Korean affairs said South Korea does not acknowledge North Korea's unilateral declaration that it will scrap their past agreements to promote cross-border economic cooperation. According to an official at the Unification Ministry on Thursday, Seoul does not consider the two sides' agreements to be automatically invalidated by Pyongyang's unilateral decisions. The ministry says as of late 2018, 112 out of 258 agreements between the two Koreas concerned inter-Korean economic cooperation. Amid aggravated cross-border tensions and suspended economic cooperation due to international sanctions against the North's nuclear and missile provocations, the official said no immediate response is expected from Seoul. An appeals court confirmed the initial sentence of two years in prison for former Justice Minister Cho Gug, who was accused of using his influence to receive academic favors for his children and interfering with an inspection into a corruption case. The Seoul High Court on Thursday said the former Justice Minister had not admitted his crime nor shown any attitude of reflecting on his mistakes in the initial trial or the appeals trial. However, the court stated that it's difficult to believe that there is a risk of destruction of evidence or fleeing as Joe will avoid detention. Joe pled guilty to most of the charges including fabricating various documents to help his two children get into universities and graduate schools and receiving bribes worth 6 million won in the form of a scholarship for his daughter as well as charges of using his power as a presidential aide to end an inspection into bribery allegations involving a former Busan vice mayor. 
Meanwhile, the court lowered a one-year prison sentence for Zhou's wife, Zhang Yongxin, to a one-year sentence suspended for two years. She is convicted of serving as an accomplice in the academic fraud. In response to the appeal court's ruling, the former justice minister said he will not give up and will appeal to the Supreme Court. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index rose 10.74 points or 0.41% on Thursday to close at 2,620.32. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also climbed, gaining 14.66 points or 1.81% to close at 826.58. On the foreign exchange, the local currency weakened 0.41 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,328.21. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chen. You can also catch our news from our website at world.kbs.co.kr.